Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Okay, it's the final installment of The World Enough and Time, although it's a two-part episode, so probably there'll be more of these, like maybe another three or four. Because uh, <laughs> the next one's long. So, uh, the doctor and Missy and Nadol have uh, have gotten in the lift and uh, they're they're going down. So. Old mate with the long hair and the weird accent has put on his burgling mask. <laughs> He's taking Bill to the operating theatre. Because, um, well, she seems to think he's taking her to the lifts, but I suspect that's not going to happen. Um, uh, so, and and he's got, like, keys. He's like, I've got keys to the operating. She's like, they've got your name on them. <laughs> Because like, he said, like, they're his burgling tools. Just like, they're keys with your name on them. And he's like, yeah, well, I've got keys. Um, so they go into the operating theatre uh, and it's the, they're not going to the lifts. Uh, the surgeon's there and it's Bill's turn to be converted. Uh, he's tricked her. Oh, poor Bill. Uh, and the surgeon's like, she's like, you know, the, the, the operation's terrible. Like, people are in, constantly in pain. And uh, the surgeon's like, oh, no, no, we've got a thing for that now. And he shows her, he's got like a like this device that he kind of fiddles with. And he goes, this, this uh, will, well, I won't suppress the pain, but it'll stop you caring about it. And it looks like looks a bit like a Cyberman helmet. Uh-oh. Uh, so, Missy and the Doctor and Nardole have arrived. Uh, the Doctor and Nardole go off to look for Bill and Missy starts fiddling about with the computer and then old mate with the long hair sneaks up on Missy. And she's like, oh, you need to keep a distance of three feet because I'm trying not to kill anyone today. <laughs> 
and he's like, I've been really forward look, looking forward to meeting you. And uh, he goes, it took me a while to work out who you were. And the doctor and Nardole have turned up in the operating theatre. Uh, Missy says, oh, no, this ship isn't from Earth. I thought it was Earth, but it's a twin of Earth. Uh, and then old mate's like, he goes, you don't remember being here before, do you? She's like, I've never been here before. And he's like, oh, you have. You can trust me on that. Oh, no, I know what's coming and it's terrible. Uh, Nardole finds uh, a thing that calls this Operation Exodus. Uh, and the doctor finds a pair of silver boots in the dark. Um, and then slowly creeping out of the dark is a Cyberman. And Nardos says, um, it's one of my favorite guys, there's always something creepy with you, isn't there, when he gets frightened by one of the patients. And the doctor's like, you're just working that out now? <laughs> um, uh, Missy has worked out that the ship is from Mondas. <gasps> Uh-oh. Uh, the man says, you know, the doctor will never let you free when he finds out what you did to Bill a long time ago. Uh, oh, no. Um, the doctor asks the Cyberman where Bill is. He's like, you know, you're all connected. You're a Cyberman. You know, yeah, you must know where like, you must know where Bill is. And the Cyberman's like, you are the doctor. Because um, it's a Mondas Cyberman. And that's what the doctor goes. It's a Mondasian Cyberman. Um, and that's how they used to talk in the old days. And so that's how they still talk now. Uh, Missy uh, says, you know, look, are you going to make sense at any point? Or would it, would it help if I extracted some of your vital organs and made a lovely soup? <laughs> uh, he goes, oh, you'd never be so self-destructive. He's holding a gun on her. And then he throws the gun away. He goes, ah, neither would I. Uh, and he goes, do, do you still like disguises? I mean, you know, obviously they're necessary when you used to be. Pulls his mask off. Someone's prime minister. <gasps> it's the master. It's Harold Saxon. Oh, my God. Uh, meanwhile, the Cyberman's like, accessing, accessing Bill Potts. Bill Potts. I am Bill Potts. Oh. And then we're back to the master and he's like, does this? <laughs> he says to Missy, go on, give me a kiss. Oh, and then the Cyberman's like, I waited. I waited. And the Master and Missy turn up and goes, it's not so much an exodus, really, is it? It's more like a genesis. The genesis of the Cybermen. Oh, no, this is the worst. Uh, and then we see a single tear fall from Bill's eye behind the mask. <gasps> and it's the next time trailer. Oh, this episode hurts. Um, so, oh, your thoughts and theories. I would love them. I'll probably just barrel on into part two before I get to them. We can do them all at the end. But please send them to me now, um, so we can get along. Let's let's like move along. Uh, I did. So with this whole episode, uh, I kind of got the whole time dilation thing straight away. It's like, but they kept explaining it over and over again, and I was like. But is it, uh, why is this so hard? <laughs> is it really hard for people? Is it being overexplained? Also, I tweaked that that was John Sim as the creepy guy. Not straight away. Like it was because he was on screen a lot. Uh, it would have been uh, maybe when he was frying the bacon at some point. Like I just the first. I'm talking about the first time I watched it. Um, I tweaked that it was him. I was like, oh, that's... Oh, no. That's John Sim. Um, I also should tell you that the first time I watched this was when I was doing Whovians. Uh, and because this was the end of the season, 
it was not finished. Um, <laughs> so, uh, there are a lot of things that are so much better now that I've watched it properly. I mean, I watched it properly back then, but I watched it, I think, with the audience uh, and just popping in and out, getting my makeup done and stuff. So, yeah, it's 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 so much better. Um, the the roof, there was no roof. Uh, there was basically no special effects. Um, the black hole was just green screen and stuff. Uh, and also, um, one of the... <laughs> <laughs> the most egregious things about this episode was uh, the music. Um, there was no music. Murray Gold had not finished doing the music. And they used the Dark Knight soundtrack uh, by Hans Zimmer and James Newton Howard. It was very strange. <laughs> so, yeah, the, it was, it's it's a weird thing that goes on with uh, temp tracks. They, do, they use them a lot in movies uh, and TV. Obviously, because, you know, the music needs to be composed. So, it was really weird watching it with the Dark Knight music. And now, I think the music's a lot more subtle than I was expecting it to be, which is amazing. Like, I mean, I guess Murray Gold, by this point, is on his 10th season. Like, this is the 10th season of the new series of Doctor Who. Like, that is kind of amazing that they've done, what, by this stage, 130 or more episodes because it was like 13 a season like this is like spectacular um it's weird like i kind of when it came back in 2005 i did not think that i would be here with uh having done 10 years of doctor i would i certainly didn't imagine that i would be on a tv show talking about doctor who um or that i would be now be doing a podcast because i didn't want to do that tv show anymore it is a weird thing to reflect on. Like, it's weird how the... Your... Like, we all remember the first time we watch a Doctor Who episode. Like, you know, I remember the first time I saw Planet of the Spiders. I was like four or something. And it was a really, really full-on... Like, it was the one with Sarah had the spider on her back. Um, I think it was ep- episode six. And then the Doctor died. Um, like, imagine being a kid and you watch this show and the main character carks it at the end and then becomes someone else. Like, it was pretty amazing. And then, obviously, I fell in love with Tom Baker from there on in. Uh, but, yeah. Oh, I love Peter Capaldi. Uh, he's... I think he's such a great Doctor. I just think some of the scripts were not great for him. But this one... This is great, like huge science fiction ideas, like the crazy idea of the time dilation and generations of people having uh, been and died and like there's a whole industrial revolution has happened on this ship um, while two days have passed up on the bridge. Like it is, they're big, crazy ideas and just so atmospheric and creepy. I think Rachel Talalay is a great director. Like, she's managed to turn what could have been some quite ordinary hospital scenes into really creepy, spooky places. Uh, the slow reveal of the Cybermen. I mean, we all knew the Cybermen were going to be in it when it was on, like, because they kept sending publicity footage of them. Uh, this is something that Chris Chibnall's managed to do where there's been no kind of hints beforehand like before this episode we knew John Sim was coming back as the master and that the master and Missy would be joining forces we knew that the Mondasian Cybermen were coming like all of that stuff was kind of spilled out uh at the time but watching it now uh I'm just like ah it's still exciting when I suspend my disbelief and think I don't know who anyone is (laughs) 
But yeah, uh, but I think Chibnall's done a really good job of just not revealing anything. Like, Sasha Dewan turning out to be the master was quite a spectacular moment in part two of Spyfall. So, yeah. All right. Uh, Next episode, we will be watching uh, The Doctor Falls, uh, where hopefully we'll get back to him falling out of the TARDIS and glowing. Because that's how this one started. Are we ever going to get back? 